This is Moss Whelan at Story in Mind. So this is a second part, or perhaps the first part, if the other first part doesn't doesn't get published. And uh, so yeah, so here I am at Fan Expo, and once again wandering uh, through the it's kind of like a, 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 it is a market, it's, a, it's like a night market, if you've never been to a night market. Uh, we have a couple, I think, in Vancouver at different times of the year, and so the one I'm thinking of is uh, Chinatown, and we have a market, uh, night market, where you can go, and they've got, you know, they block off a street, and they have all these tables out there, and various business, local businesses are um, divesting themselves. <clears throat> so I sat in on a couple, um, a couple presentations, a, a couple panels, and two, I was picking up. I was picking up some pointers. I was sort of just noticing, especially in the theater that I'm going to be at, and just checking out how other people are doing it and how other people are engaging. There's some pretty cool um, techniques, such as, hey, there's a Superman. Uh, There's great, uh, great techniques. Like uh, one uh, artist was just uh, asking people questions and saying, you know, inviting people to come up. And if there was a bit of a pause, uh, he said, uh, "Okay, I'm going to draw something." And then they have a projector uh, showing him drawing. Uh, I met a couple people uh, that uh, from Vicon, and so uh, they're doing some stuff here. And that was cool. We had this sort of short uh, conversation about uh, differences uh, between the two. And they were telling me that they've made some connections here uh, with local people that uh, would, could show up for, uh, to, to talk. So that was cool. I keep finding myself... Walking, walking near um, Sean Pertwee's uh, Sean Pertwee's uh, desk. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And two, I, you know, if it happens, it happens. <clears throat> I think. I think also that there's there's been you know you could say there's been something like. 30 years of trial and error, and we've got, um, we've got, say, people who, but this is a big part of their experience that say, you know, they're flying, there's probably people who are flying all over the continent, you know, showing up at uh, various places, making it part of their experience. Oh, there's a phoenix. Hey, Gene. That's awesome.
I suspect I'm warming up to this whole thing. And too, there's um, there's characters that I don't know who the uh, like. It's sort of familiar, but I'm I'm not quite sure, and I'm sure later I'll I'll, I'll bump into. Like I just saw uh, one woman. She's dressed in green, kind of wizard's outfit, and I sh- I'm sure that I've seen, like, say, the show. That it, it, it feels like it's an anime, and uh, uh, the, the face is done up as um, kind of a bit of black underneath the nose, and then some pancake, uh, pancake white. So yeah, so now I'm just wandering. There's a table of charts. A lot of prints. Oh, and too, I'm in the, the comic book. Uh, comic book zone. Or like when you're So it's my it's my hope to cross paths with someone who uh, wants to talk or someone who I know who say I could I could do that. But we'll see. We're getting asked for photos. I know I've gotten asked for photos multiple times. Things have uh, just just sort of like mood tone uh, definitely improved and from say starting out and, uh, so weird too that the programming right, the conditioning and jumping that hurdle the, the other thing I was going through was uh, fear like say once I had identified that you know there was this sort of fear that was uh, gripping, and to, you know, just just even to, to go here, let alone uh, do a presentation. Oh, Bob's Burgers, the um, the girl with the um, the girl with the uh, the pink uh, ears, the rabbit hat. So now I'm behind. <laughs> the, the green wizard that I was talking about. I think it's a family. I think the I think a daughter and a, and a guy are uh, Ghostbusters. One great thing too is is that there's these sort of uh, icon, like almost like uh, not slogans, but visual sort of shows. Like say, someone is a fan of something. Say, <clears throat> I've seen a number of Mario's. There's actually some uh, old comic books that, um, like 20 cent comic books, 
Conan the Barbarian, <clears throat> 40 Cent, Avengers, and two, the, that Conan was for seven bucks. So the uh, the two uh, the two panels or the two presentations I saw one was a an artist uh, who works for a variety of um, they started with Marvel and they ended up doing um, going on to do uh, work for Hasbro uh, work that has appeared. Say design that has, has appeared for uh, Star Wars and Transformers uh, movies. And it was just really cool to, to hear about this progression, right? So starting off, you know, the dream becoming real. And for uh, him, he actually had attended a, I think it was a Comic Con, and then ended up. Um, sort of approaching an artist, showing his work to an artist that went to, uh, got shown at, at Marvel, and then he was brought in to, to do work. So that was the first, the first one I saw. And then the next uh, presentation I saw was two, two writers? Two artists, writers, and they were. Um, it was more like, say, an interview, one interviewing the other. But it was cool. Uh, and I got to ask a question about Master of Kung Fu, because it had been the. I think it was the writer for Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, I grew up reading Master of Kung Fu. Uh, one great quote from that panel was, uh, everyone's golden age is when they're 12 years old. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And so we're always going back to that you know, age of nostalgia. It's like, oh, everything was so good when you know, I love those stories you know, those comic books when there's some great uh, homemade costumes so it's sort of like it's like the uber serious uh, cosplay and then the homemade stuff I'm just noticing things I hadn't before. <clears throat> Actual sort of uh, people connected to the to the various sort of fields. Like there was a, a college, uh, you know, say uh, offering classes in game design, animation, and then um, 
there's a, a big splash out of uh, games, like say the game company. On the main stage right now, it's the cast, or some of the cast, from The Flash. And uh, they opened with a pretty funny moment where... <clears throat> I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, he's the older doctor. Sorry. You can, you can hear them there. But they were... They noticed that there were donuts, and so they were saying, you know, bring us donuts, and a fan actually brought them donuts, and they, they freaked out on stage, it was, it was quite something. So I'm circling back to Theater 2, and this is the... The clubs of Star Wars and how to join us. It's awesome. We have a, a great uh, Spider-Man costume. Sort of, kind of a gray uh, type of material. One one trend I've, I've seen is there's a. Um, Sometimes there's a person who, or, uh, <laughs> sometimes, like say there's the there's the cosplayer, and then there's I want to say their handler. Right? So there's a there's the the person the uh, right they're sort of they're tethered to the real world. Don't get me wrong, I, I like the imagination a lot, um, but I'm just seeing I'm just noticing. Uh, then you have the the whole family who's dressing up, and I'm I'm quite keen on that. I see a Captain Marvel, and I kind of want to go over and ask about the Kree and the Skrull, but also I don't want to um, uh, I don't want to offend, like say you know maybe somebody doesn't know uh, about the Kree and the Skrull. I'd like to think though. When the uh, Fantastic Four movie, or I should say movies, <coughs> came out, I was I was wanting scrolls because I remember, like, say, you know, during my golden age, twelve years old, I remember um, yeah, I, I remember the scroll, you know, and they were you know, one of the, the big villains. This is great. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman, but she's got kind of a, a Western sort of yeah, Western. Uh, I'm gonna say cowboy, but, like like the dress in the saloon, if you can imagine, with a nice uh, sort of uh, a miniature uh, top hat with these black flowers and stuff. And actually, now I'm walking behind a Wonder Woman. Uh, in the uh, movie uh, costume. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, are you ready for the scroll? Absolutely. Let him come. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much. I've, I've talked to my first Captain Marvel. I'm so thrilled.
So the the first uh, Captain Marvel uh, I saw was. Um, oh, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, first Captain Marvel I saw, it was the guy, and it was it was pretty strange because it was um, blue skin. I remember that, and it was. Yeah, so it was blue skin, and it was this space suit that was kind of... I think it was a bit of white and green, I think. We might get to see that in the movie, but uh, it's coming up. <clears throat> but I, I remember just, say, the tone of the comic book was a bit different. Uh, I had this weird experience of, say, I was going to school one day... And I noticed that there was a pile of comic books uh, near someone's house. Like I, I guess that they had been cleaning up and they put them outside. And because I was 12, I just took the pile. Like I didn't go and ask, you know, oh, hey, are you, <laughs> is this a special pile? Or do you mind if I take them? Is, <clears throat> I, I wasn't thinking that. All I saw was, you know, all, all of these stories. And I think that too, that was the beginning of my my comic book um, craze for a while. And once I burned through that stack of comic books, you know, I was, I was okay, i got to get more of this stuff, right? You know, because my, my parents had uh, books, and uh, these comic books were you know, delicious. Uh, it, was a bit like, it was a bit like a movie, it was a bit like a book. And there was a lot of imagination as well. <clears throat> uh, we're dealing with uh, superheroes. We're dealing with... Um, yeah, we're dealing with all kinds of um, important things to a 12-year-old, I guess, right? So... Uh, there was a used uh, bookstore uh, near where I lived, and uh, I think they had a sign up that said comics. It was part of the the list of things that they had. They had a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff, books, comic books, magazines, secondhand used. <clears throat> so the, the flash is flash is done. Uh, and two, they were hyping the season finale, I think. And so they were saying, oh, come to this thing. Uh, Star Trek. And two, uh, original Star Trek. Uh, uniform. That would be a question. What do you think of the, the, new, the, new, uh, the new Star Trek? Oh, there's a Doctor Strange. It's a great costume. It'd be interesting to see, say, um, a 1960s Doctor Strange. That would be interesting. Right, so at, at this used bookstore, uh, they had an even bigger stack of comic books. And so I would go through the... Uh, I would go through the stack and, and look for ones <clears throat> that I was interested in. <clears throat> and 
times. I'm just thinking, it's like, gosh, you know, I ought to go find that place again because they were. It was even cheaper than than the cover price. You know, so the cover price, I don't know, some of them were ten cents or twenty cents, and the uh, the second hand cost was just, you know, I don't know. Anyways, I was able to get, you know, with with whatever money I could scratch together, I could, I could get the uh, get those comics. Uh, a couple that I got into, it was it seemed like it was two. I'm sure there's more, but there was Master of Kung Fu, uh, which I just got to see a little bit of. There was a panel, and then there was Swamp Thing. Was Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. I'm just trying to sort of remember if I, I remember the art and everything and I had connected it and said oh that was Alan Moore's stories with these you know the detail the line detail was just mind boggling um, but it, it makes sense <clears throat> years later now when I find out that uh, Alan Moore was a living psychedelic How's that? Is the description. I wish I could give more. I wish I was. Uh, I wish I was able to you know, sort of stop at every table. Like I see people and they go, it's like, you know, oh, I, I want to, I want to chat, I want to talk. Especially too, there seems to be people who are. There seems to be tables and, and people. I don't know. They, they could they could use some love. Maybe that's a way to say. It. Might be driving them nuts too that I'm walking by. This is seriously. This is about the fifth or sixth time I've walked through the, the, the comic gallery. But yeah, the, uh, the books, the comic books uh, that I was picking up, uh, there was... It's interesting, I think it's interesting that I got a... I got the uh, early Swamp Things, and... Just say, you know, what was going on, the type of storytelling, the type of art... Uh, it was yeah, quite a huge contrast to uh, a lot of other stuff. Going on. <clears throat> Actually, Doctor Strange. I'm just remembering comic books I was getting into. And one thing I remember about the one thing I remember about the art um, was especially uh, Marvel and. To show energy, they would have this sort of black kind of cloud, and inside it would be these dots, or it'd be sort of reversed to show sort of uh, you know expressing energy. But there were lots of things like the kapows and it's clobbering time, and catchphrases.
Oh, I'm just seeing some Og, Ogham. It's a great tattoo. I'm recognizing the Ogham, right? You were the second person to say that. I That's fantastic. Enjoy seeing them. Awesome. Yeah. Very Are you familiar nice. with the Gorset prayer? Sorry, what? Are you familiar with the Gorset or the Druid's prayer? Uh, no, so that's what it is. It's the Druid Crow. Fantastic. In English, though. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, so, uh, Ogham is... Uh, it's uh, Gaelic. It's the, the language before English. Uh, it still exists in... It still exists. It's uh, Irish and it's Scottish and uh, Welsh. They still still have it. Um, there's always a threat, though, to to it going to extinct. I swear, there's every Spider-Man is here. It's great. Uh, there's, um, there's these sort of moments, like, say, uh, it's this sort of ongoing uh, comic book cartoon reference. Uh, the guy that I was just talking to that has this Ogham tattoo, and he's got a, um, he said it's the Druid's Prayer, and uh, uh, I'm not sure, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Oh, it's just uh, like say um, what I know about uh, the neo-pagan scene that it's new. I think I see uh, somebody, they were uh, Doctor Who at, maybe, at uh, VCon. So I'm making another loop. There's going to be uh, more, uh, there's going to be more stuff starting soon. It's interesting too that uh, the writer, the comic book writer that was uh, talking about doing Master of Kung Fu, he, he also was talking about how, say, characters that he had worked on, um, that they would no longer be that they were no longer uh, his. And say they had been interpreted in different ways. Um, so he'd, uh, he'd done Star-Lord, which is now Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and that uh, he had done Mantis. And to the actress who plays Mantis in the Guardians of the Galaxy, she's here. I think her name's... I think it's Palm. But... That's great, too. I'm uh, seeing uh, dads and sons. And all kinds of... All kinds of couples, friends... Good though too, because like say you could have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Although it does start to dig in on the shoulder after a while. <laughs> are, are you flagging down the, the Star Trek uh, cosplayers? I, I'm, I'm trying to find my friend, and uh, she knows, she saw me earlier, so she knows oh, what this to is, look for. This is perfect, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, that was a huge. Um, it was a replica of uh, the Enterprise, and it was lit like uh, inwardly lit. But it's on a bamboo stick, so it's a it's a lantern. And to the, the woman that had it was, you know, she's totally. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, she has like a fan T-shirt on and stuff. I was just still thinking about that. What that guy said at the other exhibition place, and that that all the freaks were over here, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm not okay though with the the terminology because it's still it's it's derogatory. I don't think there's maybe there's people. I I think that the terms that were um, attached. Or sort of say um, labels, like say here it would be things like nerd or geek. That those have been um, taken, and oh, work, work, work of fiction, excellent. Uh, yeah, so this is my debut mystery novel. It's about an ex-professional wrestler turned amateur detective in uh, Vancouver. Oh, hey, and fantastic. his former tag team partner wrestles with a pet snake, and someone kidnaps the pet snake and holds it for ransom. So he asks his old friend for help. So it's, you know, the same old snake napping story you're used to hearing. Awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a mystery comedy. It's a fast, fun read. Uh, it just got nominated for a 20, 2019 Lefty Award for uh, Best Debut Mystery Novel. Oh, fantastic. Um, it's got 40 reviews on, Amazon, on, on uh, Goodreads. Almost all are five stars, four stars. Uh, 15 reviews on Amazon, all are five stars. I think maybe one is four stars. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's set. Are you, do you live in Vancouver? Yep. So it's set in Vancouver, so he goes everywhere in Vancouver. So Kitts, Lanos, Feature, Downtown oh, Side, Lionsgate yeah. Bridge, Port Coquitlam, uh, uh, just everywhere. And um, yeah, I was born in 1978, so I grew up on like The Goonies, Back to the Future, and Die Hard. Oh, yes. So people say, describe your book in uh, as few words as possible. I say, Die Hard with Wrestlers and Snakes awesome. uh, in Vancouver. Uh, but no, it's been released to a lot of great reviews, and uh, the sequel uh, comes out uh, next um, spring, first in a series. And That's then, great. Uh, it's available on, uh, online. You can read the uh, first chapter on Amazon for free. Uh, it's available on Kindle, it's available on Chapters, and then we're here uh, signing copies until uh, tomorrow at the end of the next month. So New West Press, are you in New Westminster? No, actually, they're based out of Edmonton. Oh, okay. But what's really great about them, hey, they're, there we go. they're yeah. fantastic, they're very small, they only do about 10 to 12 books a year, they do all, they oh, good. Do all okay. kinds of genres, yeah. but um, their whole platform is to give a, uh, a voice to Western Canadian authors telling stories set in Western Canadian cities. Oh, fantastic. So, and then, so, this and this book got, like, uh, uh, it got rejected I think a lot of places but they I think a lot of people thought like the wrestling detective thing was a little quirky which it is but it's also fun But so it got rejected but the new S saw it and now they released it it's the best selling book they've had of the year and, uh, and it, again it got nominated for that award and so it's doing fantastic it's third or fourth printing so, uh, so, and so we're just thank you we're just doing all that we can uh, to get the word out and I'm a local author from Port Moody and like I said New West is very small so you're, Represent. Looking, at, you're looking at the publicity department right now 
And the Fan Expo has been amazing. And, oh, uh, good. And they, uh, we were here in October. We had such a great experience. We thought we'd come back and, uh, and try to book the book and get it out there. So. All right. Keep up the great work. Hey, thanks so much. And like I said, you can check out the first uh, chapter on Amazon. That that was that was a pitch. That was a pitch and a pitch. And uh, I didn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, so is there anything I can say about the pitch? Um, that was good. There was there was smiles. There was say attempts to engage, like say you're from Vancouver. This is set in Vancouver, and there were uh, a lot of a lot of information. I think I think my only critique would be that. Uh, my only critique would be that there was I just saw a guy with uh, he had the pinhead box but it was a much larger box and uh, he was dressed he was dressed as this kind of sort of exaggerated almost like a cabinet of Dr. Caligari kind of thing really long top hat and uh, mustache Very dark and swirly kind of stuff going on. Anything else about the pitch? I think the, the, my problem with that book pitch was that I I was attempting to connect. I wanted to ask him some questions, and he he wouldn't budge. And I think it's that sort of you know you get on automatic and you just go, and you know you're talking and. You know, you don't want to stop. And of course, you know, you want to sail, right? But, you know, I think if he had sort of... But never inside. You know, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's part of the podcast, so that's, you know, that's, that's something. That's, that's sort of like the, the chance to connect. I'm just uh, looking for the next spot, and if I should go to um, if I should head back to my my theater that I'll be doing stuff tomorrow. One thing that I I found myself doing. At the second presentation I went to, was that I? Oh, hey, here's here's uh, Hell from uh, Are you ready? Thor Ragnarok. Right, the president president pre- presentation. Uh, it, it was that. I actually positioned myself closer to the stage, and then I, um, I actually asked a question. I thought, just ask any question, and I was able to connect because they, 
um, the presenters had ri- written uh, Master of Kung Fu, and so I I went that direction and said, "Oh, could you talk about the, the start of that?" Mm-hmm. There's, it's, that was interesting. There were some comic book characters that I, I couldn't connect with. And I wasn't, uh, wasn't sure who they were. There's a potential conversation there. So yeah, in the, in the second presentation I went to, the first presentation I went to, I was actually on the, um, I was on the outside. Like I seated myself far away from the stage. And uh, even though the presenter was doing a good job fielding questions and inviting questions, it was tough because there were, um, in both situations there wasn't a lot of people. So I sort of feel like there's a kind of a conflict of conflict of interest, maybe, or. Like sort of like the the big draw versus the the, uh, the little draw. Like say I in the presentations I saw and met um, super fans, and I, I'm sort of curious. Like say why I'm not so so well read, uh, and to I know why, but. It's sort of like, say, the focus. It really depends on, I guess, the environment and if you have the, the ability to focus on uh, certain, certain writers and artists. Say, if it's in your field, then you're going to spend a lot more time. I'm just thinking of cases where that's the case. Oh, this has someone wearing a, a modern Robin from... Teen Titans, or the Titans TV show. I'm sure it's from the comic book. Actually, the second uh, panel at that interview, they had... Uh, there was this uh, critique going on. Of, of the industry that, that they had actually been um, they had done some work uh, for I think it was DC Comics and so there was a critique uh, things say may have changed but uh, it's great seeing uh, some people in wheelchairs and two, it could just be a t-shirt sort of like showing your I guess your inner shop selling uh, medieval armor 
got swords and stuff. We are no It's great. It's a high ceiling, concrete floor, and quite wide open. One of my critiques would be that for the for the presentations that we don't have a lot of um, there's a lot of say I don't know if the term would be bleed but say you're trying to listen uh, first presentation it was on the outer edge and then second presentation I got more to the center and the sound was better uh, in the center and I noticed the speakers were sort of pointed towards the center I guess I guess it's the the style that uh, the style of the presentation. So I'm just I think I'm just going to hang out and wait for the next. Uh, I'm supposed to start actually uh, right now. There's been a few people that I've felt like I recognized, but that um, I think ultimately they're, ultimately that they're not, and uh, I'm sort of wondering, say, if I, if I know these people somehow, you know, sort of, it could be just sort of a Vancouver thing, like, say, I've seen them around town, I just happen to be crossing the roads. So yeah, if you want to, um, if you want to go to this thing and and go to a panel, I recommend sitting in the, in the middle, or trying to position yourself close to the front if you can. So just go go dark. So this is jumping ahead in time a bit, and uh, a bunch of I saw a bunch of stuff. They had a great cosplay uh, contest, <clears throat> judging contest. So they got to see some awesome costumes. There was a very cool Iron Man costume and some amazing sewing. Oh, and. Um, is it uh, Bill the Eye from, um, I'm trying to remember what the, uh, who was this 
character from uh, a uh, animation show, and uh, something Pine Falls. It was all about conspiracy. It was, it was quite a fun show. I think it was actually a Disney show. But the thing I appreciated about it was that it had it wasn't perfect so they had people uh, you know just starting out <clears throat> people there you know having fun dressing up and then you had people they had different levels like uh, the journeymen and then the masters and it was it was quite cool to see uh, a person sitting next to me took off their shoes and I had to move I really tried to stay but I just I just broke down and I got I gotta get out of here you know this, the, th the thought of this the foot odor was just too much and so I skedaddled and Let's see. Overall, overall, I can, I can recommend it. I, I kept having this sort of experience of being in some kind of. It is a marketplace. Uh, it's just, it's just the weirdest marketplace in the good sense because you turn a corner and then there's this, you know, the guy who wrote the comic books that you grew up on. Right, and you're sort of like, oh my god, you know, he created the story or he did the art, you know, for that, for that comic book. And I, I got a chance to ask a bit question today of him, so I'm hoping tomorrow maybe I can sort of slide by his table and sort of say, you know, say a thank you or something. It's interesting too because it's different different ages there's older guys there's younger guys people who are just breaking into the industry and different experiences I dropped in on a panel that it was the costume designer for Arrow that is shot locally there's a bunch of shows that are shot in Vancouver the DC Comics shows, like The Flash, and then they would discuss working on costumes and uh, showed some slides. It's funny calling them slides because there's, you know, it's not slides anymore. Anyways, we saw, we got to see the process, and they talked about the process of uh, going from comic book to the screen and the last one that they showed that they're going to be working on is the, the Batwoman costume and uh, an interesting thing there is that the costumes start in LA and then they are uh, altered um, as the you know the, uh, the show 
evolves or say there's something like say the, there's an issue of mobility or safety uh, they were talking about reasons say like why they're using leather instead of other fabrics and some great stuff too like uh, sourcing materials and they said they they keep coming back to placemats right? they'll go shopping and they'll be looking at placemats because of the variety of fabric and textures that you can get from uh, and it was it was well attended by uh, the cosplay folks and once again I, I was I was in that theater I was interested but I was also uh, wanting to sort of settle in you know, to get a really good sort of feel for for things. This time, uh, it was an issue of mics, the miking, and that there's a loud surrounding sound, and so you have to you have to get kind of close to hear things, and you have to be close to the mic as well. So that's a good sort of note for myself that I made. Right, so lean into it. Don't be shy. You know, uh, and that's a better. I think in this situation, that's a better place to be is closer to the mic, and then instead of farther away. Plus, I noticed some mics were quieter than other mics, and it, it might it it might be the mixing, but. Just listening to a number of people on the mics, I sort of, sort of made my choices. And, uh, I still think it might be the mix, though. You know, that some of the mics might be turned down a bit lower than others. Or... There are a variety of microphones. There's not just one microphone, and you know, different types of microphones that have different uh, sort of purposes. Like say, some that are better for voice or miking instruments and have a different sort of effect to them. So here we are on the streets of Vancouver. Just seeing if I can... Bypass Ah, uh, let's see What else <clears throat> There was also uh, Overlap that say um, Like say I remember being at uh, Conventions And theaters where Say you would, not theaters so much But the rooms at conventions where you know, one room would sort of, you know, be kind of annoying the the next room, so, you know, intentionally and then unintentionally. Um, but in this case, it was a very sort of the sound overall is like this. Um, what's it called? Uh, food court kind of sound. And. 
I, I was just, I, I had that kind of muddled feeling. Uh, there was that, there was a bit of the sort of the airport kind of feeling. And I think that's normal for convention centers, right? Level three, ticket concourse. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that the announcer is, it's got a, a bit of a Scottish, is it a brogue? A Scottish brogue? Usually on the train it's this woman who, woman's voice. Level one, trains are heading for waterfront. And um, she started doing it in 1986. That's when this local train, our... Um, Level two, trains are heading for production way. Trains. So there's the, the R rolled a bit. Trains are heading. Just waiting to make my uh, connection. And what to say now? I, I, I had a couple nice moments where I'd be walking through and I'd find myself smiling, you know, through, you know, say, Know, slight anxiety that would sort of rise and fall and <clears throat> what am I doing here those kind of thoughts and um, but just being there and finding myself smiling because I was I kept seeing these you know people wearing logos and references to comic books and um, these reminders, right, sort of this, perhaps even to a kind of, a kind of beckoning, you know, sort of, uh, come on back, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. And so, uh, yeah, so I found myself found myself in that uh, in that realm <laughs> I've just missed my bus and it uh, just thinking it's like adding it up it's like oh, stand here or just you know get going so I think I'm gonna gonna start hoofing it just walk it yeah and uh, I would be smiling which is great <laughs> And, uh, you know, instead of that, you know, the agony of, uh, it's like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I've got to put on, you know, this kind of show. It's a kind of show. And, and yet not. Uh, what I'm going to be doing, you know, it's from the heart. You know, I'm celebrating something that is near and dear in this, in this panel presentation. Uh, and then I'd, I'd see this other person walking by with this big smile, right? You know, and that, you know, we'll have that moment of, you know, we're smiling at each other and, 
and just like you know, this is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is cool. And I've I've had some some interesting you know, interactions already. One uh, local guy, who I would say is, can you say slightly infamous, or, you know, uh, to yourself. Uh, and two, I, I sort of look at, uh, you know, this guy's name's Tyler, and I go, you know, I could see this guy as a household name, you know, at least in Canada, right, that he would somehow sort of find his way into into that, you know, category or the machinery of that. There's also a kind of a cresting wave, it feels like, that, uh, and, and too that's a constant, you know, with the rise and falls of all the fads and fashions, you know, that one day, one day cheese is popular, the next it's tomatoes. And so say we go on to, uh, go on to something else. What do I mean by that? Ah, uh, say top, top movies right now. And this celebration of uh, it could be argued though that there's always a celebration there's always a celebration of the golden age you know that everyone everyone is returning to that to that celebration so that it's not a you know a fixed moment Get my toque, which I suppose would be kind of, I think that's a Canadian, I don't know if the United States uses toque or anywhere else uses toque. Uh, it always seemed kind of, kind of French to me. My understanding, aha, there it is, is that... Uh, Uh, Quebec French the French in Canada Francais is an older form of French it's not uh, sorry for all the noise it's not the same French Uh, the French they speak or say Parisian French um, which actually they, you know they teach in the, in the is that really? anyways that yeah that we get taught in schools you know the formal French you know, that's that's not what's hap- you know that's not the French in Quebec 
I kind of suspect that's everywhere, though, that everywhere has, uh, you know, different, you know, there's the official language, and then there's, you know, all of the slang and everything that's attached to it. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and let's do this again sometime. <laughs>